For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another live broadcast here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Mike Prince with you. We're from Bluebell Park in College Station, where the Prairie View a University Panthers will take on the number four-ranked SEC Texas A&M Aggies in a nine-inning scheduled battle. Once again, hello and good evening to each and every one that is here. The Panthers coming off of a big opening series for head coach Antoine Riggins as the Panthers were victorious two of the three games that they had down at Wesley Bell in New Orleans, Louisiana. Coming off of back-to-back wins, winning on Sunday 4-3 to three against the Grambling State Tigers. Prior to that, they were victorious over Alcorn by the score of 11-10. to 10. Both games went down to the wire in regards of giving some uh, character builder, if you will. The Panthers got a walk-off win uh, against Alcorn and got a good stingy resistance on the defensive side to hold off a late rally drive from 
the Grambling State Tigers. Now, the game that they lost against uh, Louisiana Tech, there was uh, some factors involved in mainly errors. You committed over five errors, five to six errors, uh, depending on who you ask, and you're going to always have a battle to overcome such a thing. So the Panthers are geared up, ready for this midweek conference uh, or non-conference battle between the the brother-sister school, if you will, the Aggies of A&M and the Panthers of A&M. We're going to pause for the calls real quick, and we'll come back with more of our pregame show as we got some things lined up in store to hear from Coach Riggins and his plan of attack for tonight. We're scheduled for a 6.30 first pitch start, and things are looking to be shaped up just as we go on. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of our pregame show. Hello, this is Mike Prince, the host of the Mike Prince Show, featured right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Just wanted to share with you that we have our app available where you can go and download it at Google Play absolutely free. You'll never miss another show. You can catch up with old archives, and you can pass it on. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The Mike Prince Show app available at Google Play absolutely free. Talk that makes sense. The Mike Prince Show, right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. It's a new year, and that means tax season is here. And Gunderson's Bookkeeper can provide you with personal income tax preparation. For more information and schedule an appointment, call Gunderson's Bookkeeping at 936-372-2661. The Jazz Bar, located in Burlington, Texas, is a great opportunity for you to have your next community event, whether it be nonprofit, funeral reception, community, charity, government, church, or individuals, the Jazz Bar has the accommodations to meet your needs. The Jazz Bar is open Thursdays through Sundays, and you can schedule your private parties Mondays through Wednesdays. The Jazz Bar, located in Prairie View, Texas, dial 936-857-9566. And welcome back to our pregame show, also been brought to you by Apple Ford Hyundai of Benham, Texas. You can check them out and find out why they're called the best-kept secret in the Brazos Valley. As we mentioned earlier, the Panthers coming in with a 2-1 and one record, as are the Texas A&M Aggies. Both teams uh, with the Aggies are actually 4-0. and oh. They're off to an extremely hot start. As a matter of fact, they demolished uh, C, uh, Stephen F. Austin by the score of 24-1 to one just on last night. However, all that... It's water under the bridge, literally, as these teams get ready for tonight's contest. We were able to catch up with Coach Riggins and got a little feedback with him, reflecting over the weekend and the expectations of what must be some of the keys of victory tonight for the Panthers. So we'll switch over now and hear from Coach Antoine Riggins, head baseball coach of the Prairie View Panthers. We've got Coach Antoine Riggins pregame. Texas A&M Aggies, Coach, you've had a chance uh, going back to this opening series, coming out 2-1, and one, and you've had a chance to reflect over that entire weekend. What do you take in bringing in tonight's contest? Uh, um, in tonight's contest, we have to be perfect in every aspect of the game. We have to throw strikes, we have to hit, we have to play defense. Um, you know, they're number four team in the country. We can't have the minimal mistakes that we had um, last weekend. We expect to, to come out with a W. 
against Texas a and So with that being said, uh, we've agreed that baseball is going to always be baseball no matter what the stage is. Uh, what have you talked to your team about as far as staying there consistent and being the team uh, that makes the least amount of mistakes? Well, you, stay, you have to stay focused. Um, you have to understand um, the task that's in front of you, um, and you have to say you have to be ready. This is a big game. Um, I should have to tell you, you have to be ready for a big game. Um, this is what we live for. We live for games like this. You go out, you compete, and you know, just as well as I know, in baseball, in a given day, anybody can win. Exactly. So it's the classic David versus Goliath syndrome that's going on right now. And there are very few people who give you the fighter's chance of coming out on the victory. And these are the kind of games that you kind of live to play uh, to kind of prove the naysayers in a different route. And you started out with that and looking forward to continuing and move on in that area. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I don't too much worry about the naysayers. I can only control what I can control. Um, it's, it's getting these kids um, ready to play um, to the best of their abilities and close to the best of my abilities uh, with my uh, two other coaches. Uh, so the naysayers, I really don't, you know, too much care about that. Um, baseball is my life. Um, yes, sir. Like I, we talk about it all the time. This is not a job to me. Um, so I'm going to go out. Um, I'm going to prepare my team um, to compete. And once the umpires they play ball, there we go. Now, with that being said, there, there's been a little drop in the temperature right now, mm-hmm. and uh, that's expected in this uh, early starts of collegiate seasons. Uh, that's where the mental part is really going to play a role tonight. Mm-hmm. If it does, then they shouldn't be out there. Uh, that's how I feel. Um, when you step in between those uh, the, uh, the diamond, um, you got to be ready to play. Doesn't matter if it's hot, doesn't matter if it's cold, you have to be able to play. Be able to compete, go out to the best you can and, and, and try to do something that day to give your team a chance to win. So if if the cold is the mental aspect of it, they better tell me. So if, if it is, then I'm putting somebody else in the lineup. Well there you have it straight out the horse's mouth. The two and one Panthers will be taking on the two and one Aggies, the number four rank. Aggies in the nation, the SEC versus the swag. Good luck tonight, Coach. And there you have it, Coach Antoine Riggins, and his determination and expectations for the Panthers to come out. Uh, And speaking with Coach, you know, on and off the record, you know, just discussing baseball, uh, that's what you do when you love this game. And uh, he and I both agree that there's no need of taking on a game and just hoping to be competitive. Every game you take should be with an expectation of winning. So there you have it, straight out of the horse's mouth, as you heard me made mention. We're going to take us a break, and when we come back, we'll go right into tonight's starting lineup. You're listening to the pregame show for the Panthers and the Aggies exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, baseball style. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Our bodies can do amazing things, and it's amazing how little they ask in return for a lifetime of service, like three square meals a day especially breakfast, moderate exercise several times a week, seven to eight hours of sleep a day, and moderation in drinking. Hello, I'm Robert Urich. Statistics show that people who follow all these rules live much longer, so give them a try. 
You'll be amazed at how healthy you feel. A message from the Will Rogers Institute, Los Angeles, California. As you spend your money on holiday gifts, don't forget to set aside some cash for retirement as a gift to yourself. Saving a little of your monthly income for retirement can be as affordable as the average holiday gift. If retirement is near, you'll want to hop on a fast sled and start saving right away. If you're younger, begin saving now and compound interest will help your retirement fund snowball. A great way to start figuring out how much you'll need to save for retirement is to learn how much you could expect from Social Security. You can do that in minutes with Social Security's online retirement estimator at www.socialsecurity.gov estimator. Happy holidays from Social Security. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Dixon for On the Road in Texas. A university study proves what you might already know from firsthand experience. People who drive a long way to get to work have higher blood pressure than those with shorter commutes. Trooper Sparky Dean has more on aggressive driving. The more congested our streets and highways get, the more aggressive driving we troopers see on the road. Tailgating, passing on the right, changing lanes without signaling. These things frustrate fellow drivers and are dangerous besides. If you encounter someone who's obviously having a bad traffic day and who's not handling it well, give them plenty of space. Don't make eye contact or rude hand gestures and don't honk your horn. Trooper Dean reminds us that while we can't control what other people do behind the wheel, we can control our own actions. Don't let aggressive driving rub off on you. For the Texas Department of Transportation and the Texas Department of Public Safety, I'm Dave Dixon reminding you to save a life. In the last 30 years, childhood obesity in America has tripled. Today, one in three kids is already overweight or obese. This is registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Good nutrition is key to fighting childhood obesity. These tips can help your child stay healthy. Recruit them to the kitchen. Preparing meals teaches kids about healthy foods like lean proteins, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy. Make sure to get 60 minutes of physical activity every day. Make it a family activity. And avoid sugary or caffeinated beverages. Give kids water, low-fat milk, and 100% fruit juices. To keep your whole family healthy, be a registered dietitian and visit www.eatright.org. Encouraging you to eat right, I'm registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins with the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Panthers will be the visiting team, and they will be in their gray bottoms with the purple tops with gold numbers trimmed in white. Starting for the Panthers at left center field, where number 16 will be Cody Dinbesti. Edgar Sanchez will be playing third base, batting second, where number four. Angel Avalos will be at first base, where number eight, batting the third slot. Designated hitter will be Shannon Washington. He will be wearing number 31, batting fourth. Batting fifth will be Carson Lee, right fielder, wearing number 15. As uh, Ty Mai will be catching, wearing number 18, batting sixth. Joe Mack will be in left field, wearing number nine, batting seven. Kevin Masis, 
I'm sorry, Masia <laughs> got it out. I had a tongue-tied moment. He'll be wearing number one, batting eighth, and then Josh Jefferson will be batting ninth, wearing six. Uh, the pitcher tonight will be Edward Robledo. He is wearing uh, number three with a 1.5 uh, run average. We're going to have the playing of the national anthem here, and then we'll go right into the starting lineup for the Texas A&M Aggies. Once again, you're listening to Panther Baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. singing of the National Anthem, and we'll continue right on with the starting lineup for the Texas A&M Aggies. Leading off, playing third base, where number eight will be former White. Ryan Burke will be at second base, batting second. Hunter Melton at first base, where number 50. Joel Davis will be where number 17, playing left field, batting in the fourth spot. Batting in the fifth spot will be Michael Barash. Barash is the catcher. He wears number five, batting Five. Batting six will be number 33, designated hitter, Ronnie Gideon. Batting seven will be number 11, left fielder, J.B. Moss. Right fielder, J.B. Moss, I should have said. Batting eight will be number 18, center fielder, Nick Torby. And batting ninth will be Yanka, George Yankum. He's a shortstop, wearing number 44. And on the mound will be Stephen Kolick. Stephen Kolick has yet to pitch in this young season, so we'll see what he has to offer as we are just about ready to get things started off here from Aggie Land. Mike Brenton with you. Got the catbird seat here at Bluebell Park and should be a good one tonight. Panthers, this will be the third year or the fourth year that these teams have gotten together. I believe they first got together in 2012 and speaking with Coach Riggins, they reassured up to 2018 that they'll continue this friendly non-conference rival between the SEC and the Southwestern Athletic Conference. So that's always good news to hear. Teams are taking their respected warm-ups, and we're just about set and ready to go. We would 
take a break, but I think we're going to be, I think I might be able to scoop me a, a little 15 seconds spot in. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. And Gunderson's bookkeeper can provide you with personal income tax preparation. For more information and schedule an appointment, call Gunderson's bookkeeping at 936-372-2661. The Jazz Bar, located in Burrie, Texas, is a great opportunity for you to have your next community event, whether it be nonprofit, funeral reception, community, charity, government, church, or individuals, the Jazz Bar has the accommodations to meet your needs. The Jazz Bar is open Thursdays through Sundays, and you can schedule your private parties Mondays through Wednesdays. The Jazz Bar, located in Prairie View, Texas, dial 936-857-9566. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are just ready to go. Cody Denbesti stepping into the box. And this game is just about to get started. And the first pitch is a strike call to Den Bestie. First pitch was at 6.35. Second pitch to Mr. Den Bestie is a ball. So a 6.35 start. And it looks like our catcher may have gotten jammed up. Kind of walking shaking off his throwing hand there as Barack kind of checking to make sure that everything is okay. They finally say it's good. So the 1-1 count to Dembesti is on the way. The pitch offered up. There's a ball fouled down the third baseline to make it one ball and two strikes. Cody Dembesti. Coming in with a 364 batting average on this young season. Ready to take the one-two pitch off it up. There's a ball downstairs in the dirt. Gets away from the catcher Barat. And it is quickly two balls and two strikes to the Panthers leadoff center fielder, Cody Dembesti. Checking in now is Kolak. There's a ball hit sharply right back up the middle. And then Besty continues to stay hot as he gets a single to start off this contest. Then Besty driving that ball right back up the middle to get his fifth hit on this season. He's now going to bring up Edgar Sanchez. Sanchez is batting 111 right now. He has one hit. He's stepping in on the right-hand side of the plate. Kolick now with a runner. At first, pitching from the stretch. The pitch off it up. There's a ball hit sharply toward left field, going back and making the grab. Will be Davis for out number one, but that ball was hit rather well by Sanchez. Going to bring one out. As Avalos were now, Angel Avalos coming up to bat. Avalos was on fire. Coming in batting 545. Had a tremendous start to this season. Coming in on the left-hand side of the box. Taking the first pitch from Kolick. He sets. The runner goes. There's a ball strike called and thrown out at second base is then bested. The ball was thrown up the line, but they say the tag was applied in time by shortstop Yanka to go ahead and get the 2-6 on the putout and out number two. Somewhat questionable. 
Then Vesley slid head first, and he was tagged on his backside, but they said it was in time. Nonetheless, it's two outs. There's a swing and a miss, and it is quickly 0-2 to Angel Avalos. Just mention how Avalos was on fire. Coach said he, he doesn't agree with his hitting, but he hit, so he left him alone. There's a ball hit down the line, foul in left field, and the count will hold at one ball and two strikes. I'm sorry, at 0-2. 0-2 is the count. Angel Avalos, the pitch, foul back, and the count will hold at 0-2. Temperature right now is at 60 degrees, but it has been a brisky day. That's expected to drop as this game goes along. Meanwhile, there's a ball down in the dirt, makes it one ball and two strikes to the Panther first baseman. Kolick now pitching from the windup, playing regular depth on the infield. The pitch, check swing. But they're going to say he went around, and that's going to be a strikeout to retire the Panthers. There were no runs, one hit, no errors, and no one left on base. And we've completed half inning of work. Panthers going on the defensive side with no score. You listen to Panther Baseball. We'll be right back with more action. As you spend your money on holiday gifts, don't forget to set aside some cash for retirement as a gift to yourself. Saving a little of your monthly income for retirement can be as affordable as the average holiday gift. If retirement is near, you'll want to hop on a fast sled and start saving right away. If you're younger, begin saving now, and compound interest will help your retirement fund snowball. A great way to start figuring out how much you'll need to save for retirement is to learn how much you could expect from Social Security. You can do that in minutes with Social Security's online retirement estimator at www.socialsecurity.gov slash estimator. Happy holidays from Social Security. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. Going into the bottom half of the first inning, Panthers... Had three batters come to the plate, got a hit, but then Bessie was thrown out. What I would call a questionable toss-out, but I'm in the press box, so that does not matter one way or the other. And last I checked, I am entitled to my opinion. That's what makes this game great. But nonetheless, it will be top of the lineup coming for the Aggies. And for the Aggies will be Boomer White, Ryan Burke, and Hunter Melton. Edward Robledo coming in, warming up. As we mentioned at the pregame, he has a 1.50 earn run average. He has a 1-0 record. Has a total of six innings of work on this deal. He's given up seven hits, given up two runs, and only one of those runs were earned. He's walked three batters and has five strikeouts. One wild pitch to his record, and one hit batter. So, Wilmer White will come in, leading off for the Aggies. White coming in, batting 312. Scored three runs, five hits, one double, and one home run. So, Robledo will come in. Panthers deep in the middle at shortstop with Macias 
and Jefferson back on the outfield grass. They're playing straight away in the outfields and regular depth on the corners. The first pitch off the by Robledo is a strike call to start off to White. The SEC and the Southwestern Athletic Conference doing battle. Robledo's second pitch hits the outside corner, but just outside, one ball and one strike. We'll give you the officials after this pitch. The 1-1 pitch offered up by Robledo is hung on hit towards shortstop. Macias sits down, makes the throw for the 6-3 put out to retire Mr. Boomer White. Umpires tonight behind the dish will be Eric Thomas or Thompson. First base will be Jet Minton. And second, third base will be Scott Cheeser. So it's going to bring up now Ryan Burke. Ryan Burke playing second base. 167 batting average. Scored two runs, has two hits and two RBIs. Roberto pitching from the windup. Panthers in their gray bottoms with the purple tops. The pitch is in for a strike, and it is always important being on the road or being any type of pitcher that you get ahead in the count. So Roberto off to a great start. The 0-1 pitch, swung on, hit sharply into right field, and that's going to be a hit for Burke. Burke starts off with a hit toward right field. He'll get on. That's going to bring up first baseman Hunter Melton. For the record, Burke is one for one on stolen bases. See how Mr. Mai will address this as Hunter Melton comes in with a 438 batting average. All speed pitch just missed for ball one. One and know is the count, no score, bottom half of the first inning. Panthers and the Aggies doing battle here at Bluebell Park in College Station. Hunter. Steps out as a toss over to first base. Eight runs scored by Melton. He has four hits, a double to his credit, and two home runs. Another all-speed pitch, and that one just misses. 2-0 and is the count. To the big-hitting first baseman, Hunter Melton. Melton wears number 50. Got him listed as 6'2", 230 pounds. The pitch, a big swing and a miss to make it 2-1. Melton was looking for home run number 13. I'm sorry, number three on that one. So now, back on the mound is Robledo. At first base is Burke. Burke got the single. Whoa, and stepping out of the box while... Robledo was in motion, was Hunter, and it was a wonder that he didn't get hurt. Seeing pitchers get hurt like that, he was in full mode, and all of a sudden, Melton steps out of the box and was granted timeout. Not an automatic. In most cases, I've seen if the pitcher goes through and deliver, he'd be a strike in his favor. But nonetheless, we'll continue with the 2 1 count. 2 1 is the count, no score, bottom half of the first inning. 
Runner at first base, Ryan Burke. He got a single to right field. Oh, my goodness. And just hit the helmet of Hunter Milton. And Thompson, the official, jumps out in front as if Milton wanted to come toward the mound, but obviously not intended. So there's a discussion with Robledo. So it's going to bring up now Joel Davis. Davis, the left-handed batter. He will come in with a 3.33 batting average. He scored five runs, has four hits, one double with two RBIs. So runners at first and second. There's one out. The double play can really help the Panthers in this situation. Coach Terry Burrell was saying they're going to have to make some double plays tonight, and here's an opportunity for the Panthers to roll a pair. So the left-handed batter, Davis, will come in to face Robledo. He checks the runner at second. Step. There's a shot. There's the first base with a 3-6. Three, three double play. The Panthers coming through. Great job by Avalos for the 3-6-3 three, three double playing to retire the Aggies. There are no runs off of one hit, no errors, one runner left on base. We've completed one, and the Panthers are all tied at zero. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Dixon for On the Road in Texas. A university study proves what you might already know from firsthand experience. People who drive a long way to get to work have higher blood pressure than those with shorter commutes. Trooper Sparky Dean has more on aggressive driving. The more congested our streets and highways get, the more aggressive driving we troopers see on the road. Tailgating, passing on the right, changing lanes without signaling. These things frustrate fellow drivers and are dangerous besides. If you encounter someone who's obviously having a bad traffic day and who's not handling it well, give them plenty of space. Don't make eye contact or rude hand gestures and don't honk your horn. Trooper Dean reminds us that while we can't control what other people do behind the wheel, we can control our own actions. Don't let aggressive driving rub off on you. For the Texas Department of Transportation and the Texas Department of Public Safety, I'm Dave Dixon reminding you to save a life. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Panthers turn the double play, and we just talked about they're going to have to take advantage of opportunities and execute, and that they just did. Want to give a shout-out to an old PV baseball player, Mr. Darvis Watson. Got a text from him that he's listening, and he asked me, who you rooting for? P-V-U. Give a shout-out to Brother Watson. Brother Brother Watson has become a listening partner. You, too, can become a listening partner. Simply go to our website, obnradio.com. Hit the PayPal button. You can give your choice of $12, $24, or $36. Either way, it will be greatly appreciated. As we start this top half of the second inning, you have Mr. Shannon Washington to take ball one. We'll give you the numbers on Mr. Washington. Washington is batting 300, has three hits on the year. Takes ball two as that ball squirts away from the catcher. This game started at 6.35. was scheduled for 6 p.m. I mean 6.30. 2-0 pitch. Hits the outside corner for strike one. You can hear some of PV fans 
saying PV, you know. The 2 1 pitch is a ball outside. Three balls and one strike. On deck is right fielder Carson Lee. So Kolick checking. Has a swing and a miss. Makes it now a full count. Three balls and two strikes to the designated hitter, Shannon Washington. The payoff pitch on the way. There's a ball hit towards second base, going to the right side, steps and plant, making the throw was Burke for the 4-3 putout. It's going to bring up right fielder Carson Lee. Carson Lee's coming in batting 444. Has a total of two runs scored, four hits, one double, and the home run. A monster shot of a home run against Alcorn on Saturday. So he'll come in now with the pitch. There's a ball, foul back out of play. Strike one is the call. Mike Wentz here with you live from College Station. Panthers and the Aggies. Beautiful ballpark here at Bluebell. There's a pitch down in the strike zone to make it 0-2. A little low and in to the liking of Carson Lee. On deck, catcher Ty Mai. There's a little slow breaker. It misses one ball and two strikes. One and two is a count. No score top of the second inning. Panthers and the Aggies doing battle here in College Station. The one-two pitch delivered. A breaker is a call strike. And that will strike out number two for Mr. Stephen Colas. Ty Mai will come up to bat now. He takes the first shot, hits it toward the shortstop. It's a bobble, and that's going to be an E6. Reaching on bases will be Ty Mai. Going in the hole was the shortstop, Yanka, and Yanka couldn't come up with the backhand. So it's going to bring up now left fielder Joe Mack. Joe Mack coming in with no average to speak of at this point. Kolick steps. There's a ball hit sharply to right field, and it gets underneath the hustling Moss. That's going to be a base hit. Mack, first pitch he sees, he knocks in the right field. Now we have runners at first and second with two outs for shortstop Kevin Macias. Macias batting from the right-hand side. Batting 111 on the year. He has one hit and one RBI. Base hit definitely make it close with Ty Mata catcher at second base. So the outfield plan a little bit in for the number eight hitter. Pitch is offered up. Strike on the outside corner. On deck will be second baseman Josh Jefferson. Ty, I'm sorry, uh, Macias. This is his 10th plate appearance. Stepping off of the rubber right now is Mr. Kosick, or Kolick, I should say, thinking about Miss Mary Ann Kosick from Walla ISD. 
So taking his time now is Kolick. He delivers. There's the ball in the dirt. Good stop by the catcher. Oh, almost running off the runner was Joe Mack. He was ready to advance down to second base, but Ty Mai said, wait a minute, fellow. So being a, doing a mad scramble back to first base was Joe Mack. They're not holding Mack on. Milton is playing deep behind him, trying to keep that ball in front of him. Deep up the middle on the grass is Yonka at shortstop. The pitch off it up. There's a strike on the outside corner, makes it now one ball and two strikes. Just joined us. There's no score here in the top of the second inning. Panthers and the Aggies doing battle here. So now Stephen Kolick sets, kicks, fires. That's downstairs. Two balls and two strikes. Speaking with the coaches earlier, you want to make the double plays, as we mentioned, and you want to try to get on top early to give yourselves a little momentum and a chance here being on the road in hostile territory. Kolick's delivery, the 2-2 is outside. It's a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Runners more than likely will be in motion as we get ready for this payoff pitch. And a base hit could be big. Joe Mack has pretty decent speed at first base. Ty Mai at second base. The payoff pitch on the way to Macias, who already has one RBI on the young season. Kolick, not liking the choices that was offered up by Barash, the catcher. So he steps off, and they'll go through the signals again. Barash now is set. Holick delivers. The runners go, and it's ball four. So Macias was ready, able to work a walk to load the bases for Josh Jefferson. Josh Jefferson is over two on this young season, as he will get a chance to write all that. He does have a walk to his credit. On base percentage of 333, but no batting average to speak of of yet. See how things work out here. Base is loaded. Pitch off it up. Downstairs, ball one. Panthers have bases loaded as Barash comes out to speak with his pitcher, Kolek. They're getting things discussed. And Mr. Thompson says, let's go, guys. We've got a game to continue. So getting back to go now, Barash comes back out. Now here comes one of the pitching coaches for the Aggies. They want to discuss the situation and see what's going on. And meanwhile, while they're seeing what's going on, we'll take a break and see what's going on. You're listening to Panther baseball right here on the open mic broadcast network mike prince here with you we will take us a quick break well i guess we'll 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 keep it right here because they will come on i'll tell you what we'll do here's what we'll do we'll because they still got things going on right now we'll take a real quick break and we'll come right back now we're going to stay right here because now just as i say that they break it up you never can tell. So now they're ready to get things back on the way. 
Josh Jefferson at the plate. One ball and no strikes to the Panthers' second baseman. Base hit would be big right now for the Panthers. They're playing Josh as a left-handed hitter, which means they're playing to the right side, not expecting him to turn on the ball from Kolick. He has left field wide open, and sometimes they'll try to bait you to try to overcompensate your swing to get that gap, but just take it where they put it. As Kolick now ready to deliver, there's a strike call, and we're all even at one ball and one strike. One and one is the count, no score, top of the second inning, the Panthers and the Aggies doing battle here at Bluebell Park. Clear skies, slightly chilly. There's another ball downstairs, two and one. On deck will be Cody Dembeski, the leadoff man for the Panthers. Two and one is the count. Kolick somewhat struggling. As now he's ready to deliver. There's a ball tap foul down third baseline to even the count at two balls and two strikes. Jefferson ready to get battle out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Got a missing 5'9", 165 pounds. They're very generous with that 5'9", I can tell you that. <laughs> the pitch offered up. There's a ball hit down third base, foul again, and Coach B. White didn't even make an effort at that one. Have to get on B. White about that. <laughs> he did an ole. He stepped to the side and let it go on down the left field line. Joe Bennis is coaching first base, and your pitching coach is Terry Burrell, pitcher and catcher's coach, and, of course, the manager is Antoine Riggins. Panthers 2-1 and one on this young season, trying to pull off what would be a big win here tonight. There's a ball outside, and it is a full count. Aggie Nation thinking it was strike three. But my vantage point looked like it may have been outside, but I could almost guarantee this. Brother Josh can't take another one like that. They'll give him that one just on principle. So the payoff pitch on the way from Kolick here. Runners are in motion. The pitch, there's a swing and a miss, and down goes Jefferson. So the Panthers are not able to capitalize on the error. There were no runs, one hit, one error, and three runners left on base. We will go to the bottom half of the second inning. Low score from Bluebell Park. We've been telling people how quick and easy it is to apply for Medicare online, even if you're not ready to apply for retirement benefits. But the best advocates are the people out there who are using the applications. Filing for Medicare online was simple, and I couldn't believe what little time it took to complete. Filing online took less than five minutes from start to finish. I am stunned and amazed at how quick and easy this really was. Find out just how easy it is. Visit www.socialsecurity.gov slash Medicare only. You may be done with your application before the next song is over. That's www.socialsecurity.gov slash Medicare only. (laughs) 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. Panthers blow an opportunity in the top of the second inning, leaving three runners on the base pad. So Mr. Robledo will come back to get things lined up and ready to go. want to give a shout to Mr. Allen, assistant SID for Panthers Athletics. Let us know that he's listening tonight. It's always good to know that people do a listen. Appreciate what we try to do here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Just rubbing with athletic director, Mr. Ashley Robinson, said, Mike, I couldn't get through. I couldn't get through. So we had a little fun with that. So hopefully he's able to check things out on tonight as Michael Barash, the catcher, will come to lead off this bottom half of the second inning. Barash batting 333 for the Aggies. Barash has 12 at bats. Scored five runs and has four hits. So he's been a busy camper. The pitch offered up from Roberto Bunt was being showed, but that is ball outside to start this bottom half of the second inning. You have Ronnie Gideon and J.B. Moss to come up for the Aggies in this bottom half of the second inning. The pitch from Roberto swung on and hit right back up the middle of the center field. As Morass continues to stay high. I want to bring up the designated hitter, Mr. Ronnie Gideon. Gideon's batting 333. He has nine at-bats, two runs scored, three hits, and seven RBIs. He has two home runs that he's mustered up on so far this year. Aggies coming in 4-0. and on the season, Panthers 2-1 and one on the season. Aggies just released the hounds. There's a ball hit sharply into left field. It's going to get over the head of Joe Mack all the way to the wall, waving the runner in, a cutoff, and the throw at the plate is not going to be at time. And that's going to be a run for the Aggies. It's going to be a double and an RBI for Gideon. Driving in for Rash to make it one nothing. Aggies on top of the Panthers. All got down the line rather quick. And just like that, the Aggies are up one nil. So it's going to bring up J.B. Moss right now. J.B. Moss Coming in, batting 583, 12 at bats, seven runs scored, seven hits, four RBIs with two triples. So Robledo ready to go back to work. Bunt's being showed, and there is a strike call. 0-1 is the count. one nothing is our score here in Bluebell Park. The Panthers had three runners on the base pass, left them stranded. As a result, now the Aggies have scored and drawn first blood. There's another bunt attempt show. That ball is pulled back. It's going to be ball one. One and one is the count here in this bottom half of the second inning. 
Roberto, pitching from the stretch, runner at second base, is Gideon. He's traded places with Barash. There's a ball foul back out of play toward the right side. And it will go to one and two to the Aggie right fielder, J.B. Moss. On deck is Nick uh, Chirorty. Chirorty, the center fielder. Chirorty, I'm sorry, Chirorty. Getting right at the wow. So now the one-two pitch being offered up from Moss. There's a slow breaker, and that did not go across the strike zone. My goodness. Two and two is the count. I'm sorry, but that was a good pitch, good-looking pitch offered up. But nonetheless, it's a 2-2 count. And there's a ball hit toward the third baseman and a good throw for the 5-3 putout. Making the play was Mr. Sanchez to go 5-3. It does advance Gideon to third base, so it's going to bring up Nick Chorty. Chorty is batting 667. Six at-bats, three hits, three runs scored, I'm sorry, four hits, five RBIs. So I just got information that Mr. Ronnie Gideon was a beast out of Hollisville High School back in his days. Okay. So now with one out, the pitch offered up, that ball fouled out of play toward left field for strike one to Jordan. 0-1 is the count. 1-0 is our score. Here in the bottom half of the second inning. Two hits for the Aggies so far in this inning. One extra base hit that drove in a run. The pitch just missing on the outside corner to make it even at one ball and one strike. I want to remind you that you can listen to Panther Baseball exclusively here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Road games will be covered right here at OBN Radio. And just in case you don't have Internet access, we have a number we'll give you right after this pitch. The pitch is upstairs to make it 2 and 1. That number you can dial is 724-444-7444 and enter code 46493, and you'll get it live just like this. If you happen to go to the website and you cannot Get the player to play on your smartphone. There are four little dots up there. There's a ball hit toward left field. Or falling down was the third baseman. Caught in foul territory was Macias in left field. And that was great ground coverage for Macias for the pop out in foul territory. So it's going to bring up the shortstop, George Yanka. Yanka spells his name J A. E-N-C-A, but the Yanka. So it's going to be Yanka with a 333 batting average, 15 at-bats, five hits on the young season. The bridge off it up. That ball hit towards center field. Then Bestie making a jump and retiring the Aggies. However, the Aggies do get a run off of two hits. No errors and one runner left on base. We've completed two innings of work. 
The Panthers trail the Aggies 2-1-0. We'll be right back with more Panther baseball. Every year, millions of teens work to earn extra money and learn important skills. But certain jobs can jeopardize your health or well-being. So know the rules. First, the hours you can work. If you're 14 or 15, you can only work for three hours on a school day and for eight hours on a non-school day. Also, if you're 14 or 15, you may not work before 7 a.m. or after 7 p.m., except from June 1st through Labor Day, when you can work later, up to 9 p.m. Next, and really important, hazardous jobs. If you're under 18, jobs such as roofing, operating dangerous equipment, and most driving jobs are off limits. So work safe. For more information, call the U.S. Department of Labor's toll-free helpline at one 866 for U.S. wage, or visit youthrules.dol.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Labor. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we go on into this top of the third inning. The Aggies on top of the Panthers by the score of 1-0. Mike Prince here with you. Give me the play-by-play coverage. It's going to be Cody Dembeski leading off. Dembeski got a sharply hit ball to center field to lead this contest off. He was thrown out, spilling what I consider a questionable throw out, but nonetheless, he's out. He'll come in to lead off this top of the third inning. First pitch he sees is a strike on the outside corner. 0-1. That's the ball downstairs. One ball and one strike. One and one is a count. There's a ball hit toward first baseman. Milton will take it and handle it himself with a three unassisted for out number one here in the third inning. So it's going to bring up third baseman Edgar Sanchez. Sanchez flied out to left field, his first at bat. Pitch off it up. Ball outside. 1 0 as a count. Want to give a shout out to an old Waller Bulldog who's now a current Aggie. Just got a text. There's a ball hit down the line. Fair, and it's going to be extra bases for Edgar Sanchez as he gets a double rip down the third base line. And the Panthers are in good shape right about now with a runner in scoring position with Angel Avalos coming up to bat. Avalos is the young man that you want to have in a situation like this. Came in tonight with a 545 batting average. Ready to face off against Kolick for the second time. Avalos has a total of two RBIs. Number three would be big right now. As we were just saying, want to give out a shout-out to Dylan Schroeder, Waller graduate, who's now an Aggie. His mom is listening. So give a shout-out to my baby. And we just did that, young lady. Bitch off it up. It's upstairs, ball one. Want to know as a count, Miss Jennifer Schroeder actually a very key role with the Walla ISD family. 
The 1-0 pitch coming from Kolick is swung on and hit toward left field, backing up and camping up under it will be Davis for the outs. And on the bluff tag was Sanchez, but he will hold his peace. It's going to bring up now Mr. Shannon Williams. Williams grounded out to second base as he will come up. He worked it up to a full count, then grounded out. So we'll see if he can come through now with Sanchez awaiting at second base. Holy checks on Sanchez, now delivers. There's a swing and a miss at the off-speed and had Washington way out in front. one nothing is our score. And it is the Aggies on top. The pitch, a lazy swing. That time he looked like he was fooled was Washington. He steps out of the box and takes a deep, deep breath. Got a text that Walla Nation is listening as well. Thank you all. We'll be doing some Walla Bulldog baseball games on the Open Mic Broadcast Network as well. So we, we're going to be all over the place. The 0-2 pitch as Kolick steps off the mound. Didn't like, I guess, his options that he had, so he's ready to go back. And do it again. Now, Barash sets. Kolek throws. There's a ball hit toward right field. And it's going to be right into the mitt of Mr. Moss. That's going to retire the Panthers. The Panthers get no runs off of one hit. No errors. And one runner left on base. We've completed two and a half. Panthers trail the Aggies by the score of one Zero. You listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I'm Mike Prince, and we'll be right back. What do your status updates say? You're learning a new language? Going all organic? Instead of typing your feelings, what if you could put them into action? By creating a network to help keep kids off the streets in a country like Armenia or in Honduras, bringing IT into the classroom or on a farm in Tanzania, helping stem the world's food crisis by creating a sustainable agricultural program. What if every ounce of your being helped update the status of a person and in turn they did the same for you? Would this be enough social interaction? Or is this only the beginning of something larger? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. Get interactive at peacecorps.gov slash game. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Krentz here with you live from Bluebell Park. As the song say about a point of sisters, I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. I'm going to say a heartache tonight as the walk-up song will come up for Mr. Boomer White. White, 0 for 1, round out to shortstop his first at bat. Sanchez, I'm sorry, Robledo, ready to deliver. And there's a ball hit toward third base and diving with the backhand. Macias in the hole, the throw, not inside. 
Macias on the backup of the diving Sanchez. That's going to be a base hit for Mr. Bonner White. So it's going to bring up Ryan Burke. Burke got a single toward right center field. His first at bat. Bonner is 0 for 1 on stolen base attempts. We'll see how they handle it. So now we will get it ready to go. There's a ball outside. 1 and 0. Oh. Got a texter sending in. Was it Shannon Washington or Shannon Williams? We have them down as Shannon Washington. Shannon Washington, as out of Washington County. The runner goes. There's a ball hit to the hole where Macias was. The hit and run executed well. Runner will advance to third, and the batter will go to second. So that's the hit and run to perfection. Runners now in scoring position, second and third base. As the Aggies get back-to-back hits. Coming out to talk to his pitcher will be Ty Mai. As you can hear, the Hillbilly Festival go on. (laughs) So it brings up Hunter Melton. Melton was hit by pitch in the helmet. His first at bat. He appears to be okay. Roberto now in the stretch. Trying to see if he can work his way out of this jam. There's a the ball outside, 1 and 0. Oh. Aggies come in, the number four ranked team in the nation. 4 and 0 oh record on this young season. As the Aggies. There's a ball hit sharply with the backhand and making the throw. I mean, not the throw, but the fielder's choice was Edgar Sanchez. What a play. Sanchez goes five unassisted to get Boomer White. So White will be out. That's going to be a fielder's choice. What a job by Edgar Sanchez to flash the leather down at third base, diving to his right toward the line and has the athleticism and the awareness to tag Boomer White for out number one. So now it's going to bring up Joel Davis. Davis hit into a 3-6-3 double play, and boy, would it be nice to see him rolled up yet again. So Roberto taking a deep breath and looking over at Sanchez said, my man, I owe you an extra piece of sandwich or chicken or something when this one is over with. Roberto going back to work. There's a big swing and a miss. Strike one to Joel Davis. Panthers said they had to come in and take care of business and double play opportunities. So far, they're one for one. See how this will work out now. The pitch upstairs, one ball and one strike. One and one is the count. One zero is our score here in the bottom half of the third inning. The Aggies got their run in the second inning. A double by an RBI by Ronnie Gideon. 
to get the Aggies on the board first. So now, Roberto checks the runner. Oh, good save by Macias as that ball almost went sailing in the center field. Macias had to come off the bag and make the snap to keep the runners at bay. So now, Robledo with the 1-1 pitch being offered up to Davis. That's a strike call. One ball and two strikes. Robledo taking a deep breath, walking on the backside of the mound. Now he approaches it, ready to go back to work. Panthers looking to get out of this, not holding the runners on as Avalos is in front of the runner, anticipating to knock it down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That ball just misses outside. Two and two. Two and two is the count. Runners at first and second. What a grab and play by Mr. Edgar Sanchez at third base to take away a run from the Aggies. Roberto's pitch. That just misses inside, and now it is full. Runners will be going in motion as the charge sign is being indicated here in Aggieland. Panthers looking to get themselves out of a jam here in the bottom half of the third inning. The pitch. There's another high chopper. Avalos will play off the hop. He'll step on first base to get the three unassisted to retire Davis. The runners will advance 90 feet, so runners at second and third. And it's going to bring up Michael Barish. Barish got a single to center field back in the second inning. He was driven in by Mr. Ronnie Giddy. So he comes in with a... One for one night. Great to hear that people are enjoying the broadcast here from the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Thank you all so much for joining us on tonight. And you can join us throughout the rest of this 2016 season. As a matter of fact, uh, we just secured some broadcast dates for the Waller Sports Association and their youth baseball league as well. Pitch is on the way from Robledo. That misses all one. So from March 21st through May 21st will be some regular season coverage. And the championship, boys championship, 13-year-old boys championship, will be June the 13th, live right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. So mark your calendars for that. The pitch offered up. That's in the dirt. Good stop by the catcher, Ty Mine. And if you never wondered, if you said Ty Mine's name backwards, it's a Mai Tai. <laughs> Go figure that one out. So now it's 2-0 to Barash. On deck is the designated hitter, Ronnie Gideon. Free base is open, but you want to limit as much opportunity as that one misses inside. 3-0 is the count. And at this point, you wonder, do you go ahead and just say, oh, well, and give an intentional or an unintentional intentional walk? The 3-0 pitch about to be offered up to Barash, and I doubt that he did anything worthwhile of hitting or swinging it as he is walked. 
So that's going to load the bases for Ronnie Gideon. Gideon got an RBI. He got a shot to left field, a double to left field. So Gideon will come in. There is no activity in the Panthers' bullpen. Bases loaded. Defensively, the Panthers are playing back deep. Ready to knock down anything. And the first pitch is a strike call. Robledo handling his business. Got the first pitch. He's pitching from the windup. Panthers in their travel grays with the purple tops with the yellow lettering. There's another pitch. That one just missing. One ball and one strike. One and one is the count. One nothing is our score. Bottom of the third inning. Aggies have a total of four hits in this game. As a strike on the inside corner, and Robledo just went right at Gideon that time. Gideon was looking for something outside, and he bust him on the inside. And it's got Robledo ahead with a 1-2 count. Steps on the mound, pitching from the windup. He sets, kicks, fires. There's a swing and a foul tip right back to the net. And my was looking if I could have grabbed it or anything. Get my guy out of here. The little big man, Edward Robledo, the heart of a champion. Now, they got Robledo listed at 5'10". I'm going to have to get on Coach Riggins. He got the, if, if, if Robledo's 5'10", I'm 6'9". We'll just put it like that. <laughs> so now Aggie Land trying to get in Robledo's head, calling his name. The pitch on the way. There's a swing and a miss, and Robledo shuts them all down as he walks off the mound and sprints toward the dugout. The Panthers worked their way out of a jam. There was a total of no runs, two hits, no errors, and three runners left on base. We've completed three. The Panthers trail 1-0. You listen to Panther baseball on the open mic broadcast network. In the last 30 years, childhood obesity in America has tripled. Today, one in three kids is already overweight or obese. This is registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Good nutrition is key to fighting childhood obesity. These tips can help your child stay healthy. Recruit them to the kitchen. Preparing meals teaches kids about healthy foods like lean proteins, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy. Make sure to get 60 minutes of physical activity every day. Make it a family activity. And avoid sugary or caffeinated beverages. Give kids water, low-fat milk, and 100% fruit juices. To keep your whole family healthy, See a registered dietitian and visit www.eatright.org. Encouraging you to eat right, I'm registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins with the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Brent here with you. The Panthers working themselves out of a jam after leaving the bases loaded. They in return. Did the same for the Aggies. They left bases loaded. 
So far, the Panthers have left four runners on the base pad, and the Aggies have left five runners on the base pad. Aggies with five hits, and the Panthers with three hits. Leading off with the Panthers here in the fourth inning will be Carson Lee, Ty Mai, and Joe Mack. So the Panthers hanging tough right now. They will come to see they can get some things started right now. We were back on the yard. We were to ask who you're rooting for. So now, Kolick is ready to go back to work. First pitch of the fourth inning. That ball is hit sharply toward center field, but camping. Oh! Could not catch a hold to it. That ball just kept sailing and over the diving Cherubi, Cherubi, and that's going to be a double. For the Panthers, Jerome kind of coasted like he was going to get it and misplayed it. And the Panthers get a leadoff double here in the fourth inning. So things are looking promising now for the Panthers as Ty Mike comes up. He reached on an error by the shortstop, left stranded at third base in the second inning. Pitch off it up. There's a swing and a miss out in front of that one. So the double by Lee and the swing and a miss by Carson, 0-1 is the count. Kolick delivers. That's a ball downstairs. One ball and one strike. 1-1 is our count. 1-0 is our score. Top of the fourth inning. The 2-1 Panthers versus the 4-0 number four-ranked Aggies from Bluebell Park. The pitch off it up. There's a ball in the dirt. Great discipline that time by Mai. It is two balls and one strike. Good stop by the catcher, Barash, to keep that ball from going behind him. As the Panthers or knocking at the door. They've had runners in scoring position all evening. Got to execute and finish the task at hand. Kolick now checks. He delivers. There's a ball hit towards shortstop. The slow roller is going to be played and in time by Yanka. With a 6-3 put out, advancing to third base will be Carson Lee. And you'll have Joe Mack who comes up. Joe Mack, first pitch he saw, he drove in the right center field for a base hit. Let's see what he does with the second pitch he sees as he steps in, ready to go. Mack batting from the left-hand side of the dish, and they've got the shift going on the infield, playing Mack as a pool hitter on the way he hit that ball with authority. His last at bat. Check swing, but the strike is called. On the outside corner. Owen one is the count. One out, runner at third base. Panthers trying to tie this contest up. The pitch to Mack swung on and missed. All speed pitch had him out in front. Owen two is the count. 
I want to give a shout out to Brother Charles Bishop, one of our affiliates at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Hope you're having a great evening, my friend. So now, the pitch being offered up to Mac. That's a ball on the outside corner, and Aggie Land wanted that one to be strikeout number four. No, actually, yeah, strikeout number four, but not the case. The one-two pitch now being offered up to Joe Mack. Swung on and missed. That's strikeout number four, out number two. And now Kevin Macias will come up. Macias worked the walk back in the second inning. And we need that fourth hit to come through right now for the Panthers to tie this one up. Panthers with three hits, one error committed by the Aggies. Four runners left on the base pads. Very deep on the infield now, or the Aggies, to try to keep anything from getting past them. The pitch offered up from Kolick is a strike on the outside corner. On deck will be Josh Jefferson. Coming set, ready to deliver. Now stepping off the rubber was Kolick. Now he's ready to resume work. The pitch on the way. Swung on, hit right back to the pitcher and takes it and flips it for the 1-3. It was hit on the button, but right back to the pitcher, and the Panthers leave another duck on the pond. No runs, one hit, no errors, one runner left on. We completed three and a half. Panthers trail 1-0. We'll take us a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Panther baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I'm Mike Prince, and we'll be right back. Childhood obesity is an epidemic in the U.S. However, breastfeeding from birth can help prevent childhood obesity. Obese kids are more likely to become obese adults who suffer from chronic diseases such as diabetes and heart disease. Every month the baby is breastfed, the chance of becoming overweight goes down, but a third of moms stop breastfeeding without hospital support. With nearly 500 babies born in U.S. hospitals every hour, hospitals play a vital role in helping a new mom start and continue breastfeeding. Yet about 95% of hospitals lack policies that fully support breastfeeding. There are 10 steps hospitals can take to support breastfeeding moms. These include making sure moms have time to learn how to breastfeed, are able to breastfeed as often as their baby needs, and that they know where to get help when they go home. Learn more about how hospitals can support breastfeeding moms at www.cdc.gov slash vital signs. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Wrench here with you live from Bluebell Park in College Station. The Panthers and the Aggies win battle. The SEC versus the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Panthers trailing right now 1-0. J.B. Moss will come up to bat as Moss grounded out to third base back in the second inning. Nick Chorby will be on deck, followed by George Yanka. Mr. 
Robledo ready to go. First pitch is downstairs for ball one. Unofficially, I have Robledo at 44 pitches, had 43 to start this fourth inning off. First one missing for ball one. The pitch offered up for Robledo to slow roller off the table for strike number one. One and one is the count. One zero is our score. Mike Prince here with you, the voice of student athletics for Walla County. Another slow roller. Missing outside, two balls and one strike. Want to remind you, you can visit our website for our scheduled broadcast games. You go to the little calendar where it says live broadcast dates, and you'll see our projected scheduled dates and games. There's a big swing and a miss offered up. Two and two is the count. I want to also remind you that we're in the middle of our listener partner program. And what is a listener partner? You simply show your support by becoming a listening partner with a $12, $36 donation to help us continue to bring you these games throughout the community. There's a big swing and a miss and another strikeout for Robledo. And the ball was thrown <laughs> into left field. But that's okay. The strikeout still holds up. So it's two strikeouts for Robledo. Robledo's giving up five hits, but he's looking pretty good. As Nick Trory comes up, he popped out to the shortstop in foul territory. So as we were saying, you can go to the website, obnradio.com, click on the PayPal button. Make your donation today. It's greatly appreciated. We go from February 1st to March. 15th for the spring campaign. As Roberto's pitch is offered up, there's a bun attempt foul into the mitt of the catcher mind for strike one. Spring campaign, as we mentioned, February 1st to March 15th, and our fall campaign is from September 1st to October 15th. We ask that if you could and if you would, become a listening partner today. Now, Roberto Ready to go back to work. The pitch. There's a ball fouled back out of play, and it's quickly 0-2 to Nick Jordan. The SEC incorporated last year the 20-second pitch clock that is right out here on the board. I don't believe the rule is enforced, but it does get the Aggies ready for when they get to conference play. We give you 20 seconds in between pitches. We spoke with Mike Fagan. Uh, head of officials from the Southwest Athletic Conference asked if they plan on incorporating that, and they said, I believe, for the 2017 campaign, as that ball is missed, makes it one ball and one two strikes to Nick Jorby. Jorby, in the hole, as you would like to mention. So Roberto with the one-two pitch, that breaking ball missing outside. And looking at the indication, as soon as the pitcher steps on the mound, the clock starts. So now Roberto just stepping on the mound, and he's down to 14 seconds now. He releases in time. There's a slow rolling hit toward first base. Oh, and it goes under the glove of Avalos, going to second base, and hustling all the way through was Chorby. He never did stop. He ran straight through to second base, and that's going to be an E3 
as that one gets right up. If you remember Bill Buckner, how that ball went right under his, his glove, that's exactly what happened with Avalos at first base. So now coming out to discuss will be Mr. Mine. Tell him this picture, settle down, don't don't sweat the small things. We'll make it up. It's going to bring up now George Yanka. Yanka is 0 for 1. He flied out to center field back in the second inning. First pitch offered up is a strike from Robledo. Let's hope that the Panthers can overcome that error that has allowed Jorby, Jorby, I should say, to be at second base. I mean, he ran right through, no hesitation whatsoever. There's a ball hit in foul territory, given Chase is Avalos, but he runs out of real estate. Quickly 0-2. So it would be huge right now if the little big man, Edgar, or Edward Robledo, I get he and Sanchez mixed up at times, but if Robledo could get a strike out here, this would be huge. Top of the lineup, waiting on deck, is Boomer White. So the 0-2 pitch coming from the pitcher is chopped toward, and Sanchez drops the ball at third base. Sanchez was coming up to try and make the fire, and that's back-to-back errors for the Panthers. So runners now at first and third, and it's going to bring up Boomer White. Boomer is one for two. He got a single deep in the hole. At shortstop. So a double play is what would be a favorable situation for the Panthers right now. Robledo pitching from the stretch, runners on the corner. At third base is Chirobi. At first base is Janka. Yanker got on after being in the hole 0-2. Then it was a 2-2 count to Tarobi. The runner goes. There's a pop fly coming right back. Almost got into my booth, but it's a foul ball. So it's 0-1 is the count. Back-to-back errors. For the Panthers, runners now on the corners. The pitch in the dirt, good stop by the catcher, Mai. One ball and one strike. The infamous words of our beloved coach, John Tankersley, you got to go get him, Judge. Got to go get him. So Roberto back on the mound. He's awaiting. Mr. White to step in. Hey, oh, almost caught the runner at first leaning. Was Yanka. 
But he's back in time. So the Panthers in an early jam. Trailing 1-0 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. The runner goes again. There's a throw down to second. is cut off, and the throw will not be in time for the runner to score. It looked like Jefferson was cutting that ball off. Meanwhile, Yanka was thrown out of second base. So it will be 2-6 to get Yanka out. The run will score from third base. So Chorby scores from third after reaching on an error. And it is two balls and one strike to White. So the good part about it, you got two outs, but you did give up the run. Now the Panthers will go back to regular depth. As the 2-1 count to be offered up to Boomer White. White, ready. From the windup is Robledo. There's a ball. He's sharply down third baseline. And that's going to be a double, stand-up, two-out double for Mr. Boomer White. Aggies get in their first hit of the fourth inning, but they got a run. Two costly errors. Other than that, the Panthers are out of that inning. The only two errors committed by the Panthers have come in this inning, and as a result, they've given up a run. It's going to bring up now Ryan Burke, who has a single and a double, two for two. As he is ready to face off against Robledo, and Robledo misses with that one, ball one. One and zero is the count. Two zero is our score here in inning number four. Mike Prince here with you, live from Bluebell Park in College Station. Second pitch falls in for strike one. One and one is the count. I want to give a shout-out to the Burrell family. I understand Mother Tessie Burrell has undergone surgery today. Our prayers that she recovers fine. And we know the doctors operate, but God does the healing. And we're praying for a speedy recovery from Mother Burrell. The pitch, that one fouled back. And it's one ball and two strikes. One and two is the count. And the Panthers are trailing 2-0. Panthers' home opener on yesterday was canceled due to inclement weather. They were to take on Incarnate Word. Don't know if they'll try to reschedule to make that one up, but they just move on down the line. So the 0-2 pitch offered up, swung on, hit towards center field, then Bestie rounding it, making the grab for the putout to retire Mr. Burke. And that will retire the Aggies in the hall. So right now, the Aggies did one run. Off of no, well, one hit, one error, and one runner left on. We've completed four. The Aggies on top, 2-0. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Panther Baseball exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
There's always a moment, the moment you decide to get involved, to get engaged. This is my American story. When you teach someone to read, they have a, a sense of self-fulfillment. Seeing family, friends fall victim to gang violence, drugs, it definitely made me want to serve. There was a hole in the ground, and by the time we left, there was a house. I realized that these kids were not getting a meal. It is so easy to give back. I don't have a lot of money to help people, but I do have something. I have time. You can give any skill you have. I see a great need in my community. Just imagine how strong a society we could be. This is Barack Obama. Every one of us has a role to play in making our communities and our country stronger. Discover yours. Help us continue to make a difference in the life of our nation. Go to serve.gov and find the opportunity that works for you. And this message is brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the top of the fifth inning. New picture for the Aggies, number 56, Mr. Taylor Chafin. Mr. Chafin is... 5'11", 180 pounds, a left-handed thrower, left-handed batter out of Sweeney, Texas, a Glenn College transfer. He says he's ready to get the work going on. As we get not work going on, leading off for the Panthers will be Josh Jefferson, second baseman, be followed by the top of the lineup. The Panthers got four hits, but they've stranded five runners, and out of those five runners, you had three of them in scoring So now we're coming in. I got to give a big props up to CR. She's the hospitality lady here. And every time I come here, she, she spoils me rotten. She makes sure I got some coffee. She just brought me some here. And I thank you so much, Miss CR. As we get ready. Start off this top of the fifth inning. Jefferson struck out back in the second inning. He takes ball one from the new lefty, Mr. Taylor Chafin. 58 pitches by Kolick. That's a strike that gets in. Kolick goes four innings. That's Chafin. We now come in to try to finish up. Out in front is Jefferson, and it's quickly one ball and two strikes to Jefferson. Four hits for the Panthers. They've got a hit in each inning. but have not been able to put the hits together to produce some runs. There's a ball hit off the end of the back. Giving chase is first baseman Milton. He flips it to the pitcher for the 3-1 put out. And that's out number one as it will bring up Cody Benbesti. Benbesti, one for two, grounded out to first base back in the third, led off the game with a single to center field and was thrown out trying to steal. A questionable throw out trying to steal, but I digress. As Benbesti steps into the box, ready to go. The lefty-on-lefty battle on the way. Show bunt, but was able to pull back for ball one. It's been bestie. Crashing from third base was White. So now White on the lip of the grass, 
That ball hits the outside corner and strike one. One and one is the count. Two nothing is our score here in the fifth inning. Another bunt, foul back out of play, one and two. Now to the Panther leadoff center fielder, Cody Denbesti. Cody Denbesti started off tonight batting at 364. Got Cody played the pool on the infield, but they're playing straight away in the outfield. He swings and misses on that one for a strikeout. So Sanchez will now come to bat. There were four strikeouts. Make sure one, two, three, four. Yeah, four strikeouts for Mr. Stephen Kolick as the first pitch that Sanchez he is a strike on the outside corner. Oh, and one is the count. Panthers trailing 2-0. LaVitch outside, ball one. One ball and one strike. This ballpark was the host of the regional tournaments last year. Texas Southern played Texas A&M, fell short. There's a ball hit towards shortstop, making the field, and the throw was Yanka for the 6-3 putout. To retire the Panthers, three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base as Mr. Taylor Chafin comes in and sets the Panthers down in order. We'll go take a break. The Panthers are now trailing 2-0 going into the bottom of the fifth. This is Usher. I use my music, talent, and friends to power change. I've spent years mentoring youth and have seen how volunteering and service teaches young people the skills they need to become leaders and sets them on the path to success. This is about you. It's about your power. It's about creating change on your terms by volunteering. The truth is you can do anything. You can read with kids, clean up a park, organize a clothing drive, become a mentor, or support veterans and military families. Just find something that moves you and do it. Go to serve.gov and join me in answering the president's call to service. The needs we face are great, but together we can be the solution. Find your power to serve. Give it more and go to serve.gov today. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Rents here with you as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Aggies on top by the score of 2-0. Mr. Edward Robledo unofficially. We got him at 64 pitches to lead off this fifth inning. He'll be facing Hunter Milton, Joel Davis, and Michael Barash. We are Working our way right through this one. This game started at 6.35. Temperature has dropped to 59 degrees so far. As that ball misses in the dirt. 1-0 to the Aggie first baseman. He was hit by a pitch and reached by a fielder's choice. An outstanding play by Sanchez at third base. Diving toward the bag and tagging out a would-be run. 
There's a ball just outside. Two balls and no strikes. 2 0 is the count. 2 0 is our score. Aggies on top of the Panthers. The bridge on away from Robledo. There's a big swing and a miss. As it is now two balls and one strike. That was a big boy's cut by Melton. So Mai is going to go out and speak with Robledo, make sure that he doesn't miss big. Meanwhile, Thompson right on his trail. Say, come on, guys, let's break this party up. So now they're ready to go back to work. Milton coming in. Aggies wearing their home white uniforms with the maroon undershirts. There's a ball hit into left field in between third and shortstop for the first hit of the night by Milton. So it's going to bring up Joel Davis. Davis is over two. Rounded out to first base back in the third inning. Hit him to a 3-6-3 double play in inning number one. So now we're ready to go. Stepping in from the left-hand side of the batter's box. At first base is Hunter Melson. The pitch. Downstairs, ball one. Want to know is the count to Josh, I'm sorry, to Joel Davis. Avalos holding the runner on at first base. The pitch. This is outside. Ball two. Two and oh is our count. Panthers. Trailing here in the bottom of the fifth inning, scheduled for nine, two to zero. Aggies got a run in the second and a run in the fourth. That ball falls in for strike one. Only one earned run. Panthers had two errors, two back-to-back errors in that fourth inning to produce that run. As that slow breaker misses, it's three and one. Three and one is the count to Mr. Joel Davis. He's already hit to a three six three double play earlier. See what happens on this three one pitch. The runner does not go, and that one just misses outside for ball four. So it's going to allow Mr. Melton to travel 90 feet. So Michael Barris will now come to bat. Barris coming to bat. He's one for one. He's got a single in the second and scored. He walked in the third inning. So Robledo pitching from the stretch. Nobody out here in the fifth inning. Panthers trailing 2-0. Bunt being showed. And a strike is called on the missed bunt attempt by Barash. 0-1 is the count. Now the Panthers adjusting on defense. Coming in on the corners, not holding the runner on at first base. 
as Davis, the left fielder, with pretty decent speed. The pitch, Barras shows one again, and there's a strike called as he pulled the ball to bat back. 0-2 is the count. Nobody out here in the fifth inning. Robledo steps back on the rubber. He's awaiting for Mr. Barras to get in. There's a ball hit in the hole. That's going to possibly get a run in. And they hold up as Mack kind of threw that one up the line, but the bases are now loaded for the Aggies. As it will bring up Ronnie Gideon. Gideon is one for two. He got an RBI double to left field in the second inning. Struck out in the third inning. As coming out now will be that looks like that's Coach Morrell as they kind of discuss the situation and everything that's going on. Panthers trailing 2 nothing. Bases are loaded right now. I want to remind you, the Panthers will be heading to Edinburgh, Texas on tomorrow for three-game series. We will not be on that broadcast due to some prior engagements and commitments. But we will be back in tune for Panther baseball. The meeting has been dispersed as Ronnie Gideon will now come. See if the Panthers got any type of bullpen activity. And it does not look like it from my vantage point. First pitch is swung on and missed as Robledo pulled a string on Gideon. Gideon coming into tonight's contest, hitting 333 and had seven RBIs. The pitch on the way. Strike called 0 and 2 to Gideon. 0 and 2 is the count. 2 nothing is our score. Roberto pitching from the windup. The delivery, oh, my, that one just missing, I guess, a little bit in. One and two is the count. Roberto, ready to go back to work. Zero in with Myers catcher. He bends, rocks, fires, misses outside. Two and two is the count. Two and two is the count. Two nothing is the score. Aggies on top. The number four ranked Aggies in the nation. Four and zero to start the season off. Panthers two and one to start the season off. The pitch coming up from Robledo. There's a ball hit sharply down the left field line, and that's going to be a trouble. One run will come. Another run is coming. They're going to wave in the runner from first base. The throw at the plate gets undermined. And it'll be a double and advancing on the throw for Gideon to get three RBIs. 
Get in with three RBIs as he hits that one down the line to left field. And he just cleared all the bases for the Aggies. Aggies put up three here in the fifth inning. It is now 5-0. The score. So Moss will now come to bat. Moss, 0 for 2. Rounded out to third. And he struck out in the fourth. Still nobody out for the Aggies here in the fifth inning. Infield playing in. There's a ball fouled right back. 0-1 is the count. Aggies with two hits in this inning have a total of nine hits thus far. The pitch on the way from Robledo. There's a ball hit sharply into left field. Another run will score. That'll be an RBI single. Four miles. So Chorby will now come up to bat. Chorby reached on an error and scored back in the fourth inning. And he officially is 0 for 2. Aggies have bust this one open here in the fifth inning. Four runs come across thus far. Fans are still looking for their first out. Robledo here in the chance call. There's a foul bunt attempt, so strike one. Owen one is the count. 6-0 is the score. Aggies on top of the Panthers. So Robledo, still ready to go. We had him unofficially with 64 pitches to start off. This might be the last inning for him because he's up to what we have is 86 pitches or 84 pitches. There's a bunt laid down. Sanchez charging from third base. The bare hand, the 5-3 on the putout. Good play by Sanchez. It'll go 5-3. Advancing to second base will be. Now, that was not a sacrifice because that was a bunt for a hit. Trying to drag that down was Jordan. So, George Yonka will come up to that. Yonka reached on an error, was thrown out stealing, and he flied out to... Second, I'm mean, to center field. Ready to see the pitch from Robledo. It's ball inside. Ball one. One out here in the fifth inning. Four runs have come across for the Aggies. Up 6 0. Pitch off it up. There's a ball hit high on the right side, giving chase, but running out of real estate will be Mr. Avalos. And that will make it all even at one ball 
and one strike. One and one is the count. The Panthers trailing 6-0. Robledo's pitch. That ball hits toward the right center field. Lee makes the grab for out number two. Lee covers some ground on that Want to bring up former White. White got a double in the fourth inning. Got a single in the third inning. He's two for three on the ninth. Panthers committed two errors in the fourth inning. And a couple walks here. As that ball misses by Robledo, one and one and zero is the count. One zero pitch being offered up by the Panthers starter Edward Robledo. Checks in, steps off the rubber. Go back and do it again. Stepping off the rubber yet again. Now coming out to discuss it will be my. So the Panthers trying to get things back on the same page as the discussion is going on at the mound. So now they break that meeting up. Meanwhile... Looks like some bullpen action going on for the Panthers. It's like Philip Jay, the left-handed pitcher. Out of LaPorte, Texas, is warming up for the Panthers. That's a ball in the dirt. My knocks it down, but alertly advancing to third base will be Moss. So it is. 2-0 and oh is the count. Two outs. Four runs have come across. Aggies with ten hits in the contest. Panthers have four hits. So Roberto pitching from the windup right now. Aggie Nation taunting by calling out his name. The pitch offered up. Misses. Ball three. Three and it was the counts. Six zero is our score here in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Beto's pitch on the way. It's ball four. So that's another free pass. As they will bring up now Ryan Burke. Ryan Burke is the ninth batter of this fifth inning for the Aggies. Burke flied out to center field back in the fourth inning, got a double to left field in the third and a single to right field in the first. Panthers still looking for that one out to get him out this jam. 
Timeout is called as Thompson, home plate umpire, steps out. And now commands play start again. Runners on the corner for the Aggies. Panthers needing one out to get out of this. There's a ball hit short from the center field and making it falls right in front of the outfielder, Ben Besson. The ball is thrown away. Jefferson could not handle the throw from Edgar. And a single RBI and then an E four as that will allow the runs, all runs to come in. And this has turned into a nightmare inning for the Panthers. Six runs scored, and Coach Riggins will now pull Robledo, and we're going to have a sufficient change. Panthers are having... A bit of a time right now. One, two, three, four, five, six runs to come in this fifth inning. We still need one out. As Gay will come in, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at Network at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic all right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A pitching change has been made. Philip Gay will now be the new pitcher as he'll face off against Connor Melton. And the first pitch gets in for strike one. As we may mention earlier, Philip Gay out of LaPorte, Texas. There's a ball hit toward third base, takes a big hop, and the throw is in time for the 5-3 putout as Sanchez was able to retire. 
Mr. Melton. But there were a total of six runs to come across. There was one, two, three, four, four hits. And one error. And one runner left on base. After five, the Aggies on top by the score of eight zero. My name is Carmelita Lima, and this is my American story. I actually did three years of AmeriCorps, and during that time I was able to work for Habitat for Humanity. When I showed up on the site, there was a hole in the ground, and by the time we left, there was a house, and a woman could sweep her floor for the first time, and she just started crying, and we all hugged her, and it was just a moment that is burned in my memory. I encourage everybody to serve because it's just something that will bring light to your life. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a way of connecting to the world and giving back and showing love to people that you don't even know. Every one of us has a role to play in making our communities and our country stronger. Discover yours. Help us continue to make a difference in the life of our nation. Go to serve.gov and find the opportunity that works for you. This message is brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of changes coming about for the Aggies as they now have quite a few changes in left field now will be number 40, Mr. Moroni Jonathan. Catching will be number 54, Cole Bedford. And on the mound is number 23, Turner Larkins. So everybody has gotten it in a short work for Mr. Chapin. He only pitched 11 pitches. As the new pitcher, Turner Larkin, comes out of Arlington, Texas. The Martin High School. Got to miss a 6'3", 200 pounds. Turner, Turner Larkin. So it's going to bring up Josh Wells to bat for Avalos here in the fifth inning. He takes strike one. Get a little info. as a big swing and a miss. That time, 0-2 to Josh Wells, number 30. Wells, more than likely, will come in at first base as he goes down on strikes for the first out of the sixth inning. Wells quickly goes down. So we'll see if he'll come in and be at first base to replace Avalos. 
Coming in now will be Shannon Williams. Williams is 0 for 2. Pitch off it up. There's a ball hit toward the right side of the field. Foul. We'll strike one. 0-1 is the count. 8-0 is our score. Total 11 hits for the Aggies. Off of nine runs. Four nine runs, I should say. I said 8-0, but it's actually 9-0. I hit. There's a ball inside. One ball, one strike. There's another foul tip. Makes it quickly one and two to Shannon Washington. Aggies got seven runs in that inning. I had six on my score sheet. We'll go back and correct that. There's a ball hit toward the shortstop. Yanka takes it, fires it over with a 6-3 put out. Born Washington. So the Aggies got seven runs that inning. I had six runs. You give me on that. It's going to bring up now Mr. Carson Lee. Carson Lee swings and misses at his first pitch on the off-speed pitch. Lee got a single to left center field. Called out on strikes. One for two on a day. The pitch. Check swing. They appeal down at first, and they say he went around. 0-2 is the count. 0-2 is the count. 9-0 is our score. Miss Porter just said 8-0 earlier. Now ready to go to work is Larkins. Steps off the mound. Now he's ready to go back. Timeout was called by Lee. They'll continue play. The pitch up. And it's down. One and two is the count. Panthers had a blowout in any number five. They were up seven runs. In that inning, find themselves in a deficit of 9-0. That ball misses inside. Two and two is the count. Two and two is the count. 9-0 is our score. The pitch. Breaking ball. Strike three call. And down goes Carson Lee for the second time. Called out on strikes. No runs, no hits, no errors, no body left on base. Panthers going into the bottom of the sixth inning, trailing by the score of 9-0. You're listening to Panther Baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I know that as parents, we work hard to do everything right. We baby-proof our homes. 
put our kids in car seats and learn what to do in an emergency. Yet most parents don't know that children could be poisoned by lead paint in their own homes. Lead poisoning causes permanent learning and behavior disorders, and the culprit is usually dust from peeling or chipping lead paint, which goes from the children's hands right into their mouths. Keep paint in good condition in your home, daycare, and other places where your children live and play. Ask your doctor to test your child for lead poisoning and get your home tested too. For more information on how to address lead paint problems safely, call 1-800-424-LEAD. This has been a public service announcement from the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Gurko will now come in for the Panthers in right field. He'll replace Mr. Carson Lee. Nick Gurko wears number. See where I got Nick on here at. Gurkha wears number two. So Gurkha is now in. And we may mention that Wells will be at third base now. I mean, first base. Philip Gay will continue to pitch. So Moroney will come to bat for Joel Davis. Maloney coming here in the sixth inning, batting from the right-hand side. Give you a little info on Maloney here in just a tick-tock. The pitch from Gay is downstairs for ball one. Jonathan Maroney out of Houston, Texas, with the St. Pius. St. Pius known for their football. As they will come now, we gave with the 1-0 pitch. The pitch is upstairs. 2-0 is the count. 9-0 is our score. Here in this bottom half of the sixth inning. The pitch. That ball is hit toward the right field, and Gurkha will make the grab. Gurkha retrieving that foul. I mean, not foul, but pop fly by Maroney. So it's going to bring up the Aggie reserve catcher, Mr. Cole Bedford. He's out of Houston, Texas, went to Deer Park. So Bedford coming in here in the sixth inning as well, as he will take ball one from Philip Gay. Nine zero is our score, Panthers. Had everything that could possibly go wrong, go wrong in that fifth inning. Of course, uh, yes, fifth inning. Seven runs came across the board. 
the all-speed pitch. Whoa, and that one misses. 20 is the count. One out here in the sixth inning. The Panthers, temperature dropping down. It started out at 60 degrees. It is now at 59, 58. Actually, it's 57 now. And the pitch, slow. Breaker does not get the call. 3-0. It appears that Gideon, yes, he is on deck. Four Agnes. Philip Gay trying to come and work this one out. That's ball four. So Gay gets his first walk up. Want to bring up Ronnie Gideon. Gideon got a double and three RBIs to clear the base pass. Back in that massive fifth inning. That was the beginning of the end for the Panthers in that onslaught of a fifth inning. So now there is Gideon stepping into the box. He's ready to face off with Gay. Gay checks. The slow breaker does not get the call. 1-0. and Here, Aggie Mason saying ball six, indicating that was six balls in a row from Philip Gay. The pitch on the way. Downstairs. And they say seven in a row. And ball seven. Now Mai comes out to discuss with Gay. And meanwhile, there's a mad scramble for the Panthers to get some work done and some bullpen action started as Gay is struggling here in this sixth inning. One out, one at first base. Seven balls in a row by Philip Gay. The take more than likely will be on, but Gideon is a power hitter. We'll see what happens. The pitch. Strike calling the ball. And in the Aggie form of sarcasm, they cheer for Philip Gay finally throwing a strike. <laughs> Only in baseball. You got to love it. The pitch, slow breaker, and that one just missed. Cannot get the breaking ball call for the strike. Three and one is the count now. As Gideon has had a productive day, he's got a total of four RBIs on the night. That's ball down in the dirt. It's away from mine, but it hits the backstop and comes right back. That's two walks in a row now offered up by Gay. So J.B. Moss will now come to bat. Moss got a single and an RBI to left down third base line 
He's one for three. Struck out in the fourth inning. Rounded out to third in the second inning. Gay trying to work himself out of the jam. Deliver strike one. So 0 and 1 is the count. Gay delivers the breaking ball downstairs. And it is one ball and one strike. Meanwhile, scheduled pinch hitter coming up for the Aggies on deck is number nine, Walker Pendleton. Pennington. There's another ball downstairs. Two and one now is the count. Pennington will be going in for Chirobi. Here in the sixth inning, the pitch outside, three balls and one strike. Three and one's the count. Nine zero is our score here in the sixth inning, bottom half of the sixth inning. Going into that fifth inning, it was two zero, and the Aggies exploded for seven innings as the strike finally gets across. Three and two is the count. Runners at first and second. One out. Runners, more than likely, will be in motion. They are. There's a ball hit well toward left field. And making the grab will be Mack. So it will be... The pinch hitter coming up for Walker Pennington out of Houston, Texas, went to Memorial High School and then a San Jacinto transfer. Gay trying to complete and work out of this this jam, yes, that is ball one. So the Aggies loading up with their reserves right now. Another scheduled pinch hitter on deck, Mr. Austin Holman. That floater misses. 2-0 and is the count. 2-0 to count. Nine zeros to score. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Aggies on top of the Panthers. There's a half-hearted swing for strike one. Two and one is the count. Aggies kind of separated themselves here, starting in that fifth inning. There's a ball hit right over the head of shortstop Masia. That's going to drive in at least one other run. They are now waving in. They're holding the getting it up, and the ball squirts. Oh, they got him out trying to advance the second. So that will go six 
I'm sorry, uh, seven four. So Ron does come in. We have the single, the RBI, seven four on the putout. The Aggies add another run. That's one run off of one hit. One hit, no errors, and one runner left on base. We completed six. Aggies on top. Ten. Zero. Go, Caleb! Come on, hit a homer, Jesse. Let's go, guys. Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? Of course. I, I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, thanks. <laughs> did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? yeah. Pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. obvious. Oh, hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? Huh. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. As another change. So Austin Lowman will come in for Danka at shortstop. And Austin will now go to center field. And in right field will be Pennington. So now we're coming up with Ty Mine. Ty is over two. Reached on an error by Short, then grounded to Short. He takes the ball up and in to start this top half of the seventh inning off. Still on the mound is Turner Larkins. Gets a strike called on the inside corner. One one is the count. Nine ten zero, I should say now. Ten zero. Panthers. Giving up 12 hits and committed three errors. That pitch falls in for strike two, and it's quickly one and two to the Panther catcher. Pitch offered up. Down in the dirt. Good stop by the reserve catcher. Mr. Bedford. Earned his keep on that one. Two and two is the count. Two-two pitch being offered up by Larkins. Now he's very slow in his delivery. Now he finally gets set and misses upstairs. Ball three. Three and two count now. To the Panthers catcher, Mr. Ty Mai. Payoff pitch. 
in route. The pitch, oh, inside. Almost got old time. On the thigh. Joe Mack coming up now. Mack is one for two. Got a single back in the second inning. And a strikeout victim in the fourth inning. Left-handed hitting Mack. Ready to come on in here and see what he can do against Larkins. They got Mack pulled on the infield. Everybody's kind of looking at him and treating him as a power hitter. He misses ball one on the outside corner. The 1-0 delivery offered up. There's a big swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. One and one is the count. 10-0 is our score here in the top half of the seventh inning. Do not know if the run rule is in effect right now or not. Find out. They checked the runner, and there was no one even holding the runner on. Stabbing back was Ty Mai. He worked the walk here in this top half of the seventh inning. Panthers with four hits on the night. There's a foul tip into the mitt of the catcher Bedford, and it's one and two to the Panther left fielder, Joe Mack. Panthers just extended this series with the Aggies to 2018. Check swing, and ball gets away from the catcher, Bedford. Two and two is the count, and advancing to second base will be Ty Mai. On deck for the Panthers, shortstop Kevin Macias. Stepping back into the box is Mack. The 2-2 delivery on the way. Larkins, zero in with Bedford. Doesn't like what he was given. He steps off the rubber. Ready to go back to work. Joe Mack strikes out. Kevin Macias flies out to left field. It's quickly two outs for the Panthers as Josh Jefferson comes up to bat. Jefferson coming up. He's 0 for 2 on the night. Grounded out to first base back in the fifth. 
Struck out in the second. He takes ball one. One and no as the counts. 10 0 is our score, top of the seventh inning. Aggies on top of the Panthers. Getting some work in right now. It's Mr. Tanner Larkins. Kicks and delivers. That ball's downstairs. 2 and 0. Top of the lineup on deck. Mr. Cody Denbesti. Panthers at this point trying to get at least one run across the board. Larkins sets, kicks, fires, strike on the inside corner. Two and one to Mr. Josh Jefferson. The Baton Rouge native, second baseman for Coach Riggins. The pitch, there's a ball hit right back up the middle. Second baseman flips for the 4 3 put out to retire Jefferson and the Panthers. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. And one runner left on base. Three to six and a half. Time for the seventh inning stretch time. We'll take us a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Panthers Baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Mike Prince here with you. Panthers taking a rough one on the chin right now, losing 10-0. We'll be back at the bottom half of the seventh inning. In a moment, cancer changed our lives forever. We were told nothing could be done to enjoy these final moments together. But in that moment, when all seemed lost, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us hope. Because at this moment, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is saving lives with pioneering research and care. We're changing the way the world treats cancer cancer by sharing our discoveries with doctors and scientists everywhere. And we'll never have to pay St. Jude for anything, ever. At this moment, she wants to be in her own bed. I want to be back at school with my friends. I want to be outside playing. Please take a moment and join St. Jude in finding cures and saving children. Visit stjude.org. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the bottom half of the seventh inning of the defensive change for the Panthers. Now at shortstop will be number five, Mr. Jones, Rashad Jones, will be at second base. I'm sorry, at shortstop. And at second base will be number 17, Mr. Chapman. So Chapman will get some groundwork in at the deuce bag. Meanwhile, you have leading off for the Aggies, Austin Holman. Austin Holman will be coming in 
to bat here in the seventh inning. Holman replacing Yanka. Holman out of Houston, Texas, as we mentioned, a San Jack transfer. He'll be ready to go as Philip Gay will see if he could continue on. First pitch. This is ball one. A lot of misses on the breaking ball. Not getting the call on that breaking ball is Phillip tonight. Or should I say Philip Gay? That ball fouled back out of play. One ball and one strike. We are still live from Bluebell Park here in Aggieland. Panthers trailing 10-0. Pitch off it up. Ball outside. Two balls and one strike. Meanwhile, the Aggies continue to dig deeper into their pool of resources as far as players are concerned. Tristan Meaton is expected to be on deck. That ball is fouled back out of play, and it is two and two now to the Aggie shortstop. So the Panthers trying to stop the bleeding. No more runs to be scored. That ball misses upstairs. Ball three. Three and two. Holman has worked it to a full count. The playoff pitch on the way by Gay. Stops, fires. There's a ball hit sharply at third base and making the grab on the line drive will be Sanchez for the first out. So Tristan Meaton will now come to bat. Metton. I got him as Metton, not Meaton, but Metton. So Metton will come to bat. Metton, 6'1", 185-pound freshman out of Dallas, Texas, went to Priestwood Christian Academy. First pitch he sees is a ball. He comes in. In the seventh inning. So more than likely he'll be coming in at third base. The pitch, that ball hit up the middle, the center field for the Aggies to collect hit number 13. So now it's going to bring up yet another batter. Number three for the Aggies, Mr. Allen Campanero. Campero. Campero. Be where Mr. Campero is from in just a second as he takes strike one. One one to count to Mr. Campero. 
The pitch, swung on and missed, caught him way out in front. Alan Campero is from Laredo, Texas, the Alexander High School. He finds himself in the hole. 0-2. Gay checks in. Makes the delivery. Another slow breaker, and going down quickly will be Campero. Campero. Goes down on strikes in the seventh inning. Strikeout number one for Gates. Brings up Hunter Milton now. Milton has had an interesting day. Got one hit. He's one for three on the day. He did score a run back in that fifth inning. There's a slow breaker missing for ball one. 1-0 1-0 is the count. 10-0 is our score. Bottom of the seventh inning. Panthers trailing the Aggies. The pitch, another slow breaker. That one does not get the call. 2-0 is the count. 2-0 to count. 10-0, our score. The pitch. Strike call. Panthers finally getting in that strike zone, at least close to it. The pitch off it up. There's a ball foul right back. The net saves me from having to make any type of attempt. Count all even at two and two. Two and two's the counts. Two outs here in the seventh inning. Gay checks the runner at first. They're not holding them on. The pitch. Oh, and that one misses. Three and two. Took something off of that one, too. Big Gay. But did not get the call. So now it's a full count. Ball is hit deep to left field, giving chase over the head of the left fielder. And another run comes in as a two-out double. Matt couldn't pull that one in. That's going to allow Meaton to score from first, and it is now 11-0. So it's going to bring up Moroni. Moroni came in in sixth inning. He flied out to right field. He's 0 for 1. The pitch. That ball hit high in the air. Coming in is the right fielder to make the grab as Gura will retire for the second time as we've completed the seventh inning. One run off of a total of two hits, no errors, and one runner left on base. Seven innings completed. Aggies on top of the Panthers, 11-0. 
Hello, this is Mike Prince, the host of the Mike Prince Show, featured right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Just wanted to share with you that we have our app available where you can go and download it at Google Play absolutely free. You'll never miss another show. You can catch up with old archives, and you can pass it on. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The Mike Prince Show app available at Google Play absolutely free. Talk that makes sense. The Mike Prince Show, right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. It's a new year, and that means tax season is here, and Gunderson's Bookkeeper can provide you with personal income tax preparation. For more information and schedule an appointment, call Gunderson's Bookkeeping at 936-372-2661. The Jazz Bar, located in Burlington, Texas, is a great opportunity for you to have your next community event, whether it be nonprofit, funeral reception, community, charity, government, church, or individuals, the Jazz Bar has the accommodations to meet your needs. The Jazz Bar is open Thursdays through Sundays, and you can schedule your private parties Mondays through Wednesdays. The Jazz Bar, located in Prairie Texas, now 936-857-9566. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the top of the eighth inning. New pitcher, Mr. Ty Slopeman. Ty Slopeman. No need for me to even look his information up. He's a Brenham High School graduate. He's been a success in high school and this senior, three-year letterman. Coming in some relief work here in the eighth inning. So Slopeman will come in. This will be, he will be actually pitcher number four for the Aggies. The Panthers have exhausted two of their pitchers. So LaHaye will come in to bat for Dembeski. LaHaye, pitch from Slopeman. It's a strike on, or a swung on strike, I should say. 0-1 is the count. The pitch outside, ball one. Kevin LaHaye, out of Cypress, Texas, went to Western Texas College, transfer. Swings and misses quickly in the hole, one and two. So LaHaye coming in here in the eighth inning. Try and muster up a run or two for the Panthers. There's a quick swing and a miss, and LaHaye goes down on strikes to start off the eighth inning. You're to the point now where you just want to execute and show some fight as the pitching coach will now come out to visit with Mr. Slocum. While that is taking place, we'll take a quick break. New pitcher is coming in. Slocum gets one batter, and we'll come back and introduce our new pitcher. Our bodies can do amazing things, and it's amazing how little they ask in return for a lifetime of service like three square meals a day, especially breakfast, moderate exercise several times a week, seven to eight hours of sleep a day, 
and moderation in drinking. Hello, I'm Robert Urich. Statistics show that people who follow all these rules live much longer, so give them a try. You'll be amazed at how healthy you feel. A message from the Will Rogers Institute, Los Angeles, California. As you spend your money on holiday gifts, don't forget to set aside some cash for retirement as a gift to yourself. Saving a little of your monthly income for retirement can be as affordable as the average holiday gift. If retirement is near, you'll want to hop on a fast sled and start saving right away. If you're younger, begin saving now and compound interest will help your retirement fund snowball. A great way to start figuring out how much you'll need to save for retirement is to learn how much you could expect from Social Security. You can do that in minutes with Social Security's online retirement estimator at www.socialsecurity.gov estimator. Happy Holidays from Social Security. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The new picture is now Kaysen Sherrod. Depending on where you're from, you might call him Sherrod. But now, Edgar Sanchez will come and face Sherrod here in the eighth inning. One out. Slocum pitched four through four pitches, and the first pitch that Sanchez says is a shot right back up the middle for Sanchez's second hit of the day. So it's going to bring up now Josh Wells. Wells' first at bat of the game. Come in for Avalos. Josh Wells wearing number 30 out of Humble, Texas. As he take ball one on his first pitch that he sees of the night. Sherrod's pitch is foul tip into the mitt by Wales. And Wales took a massive cut on that one. Was not going to be cheated. Wales lining up. Pitch off it up. Another big swing and a miss. Wells, and he's quickly in the hole. One and two. 11 0 is our score here in the top half of the eighth inning. The pitch swung on, reaching for one outside the zone and missing was Wells. Wells goes out on strike. Nine strikeouts against the Panthers on the night. So it's going to bring up now Shannon Wells. Wells is 0 for 3. He swings and misses. Strike one. 0 for 3 on the night, grounded out to short, flying to right, and grounded to second. 
the pitch. There's a ball hit right back up the middle. The pitcher will knock it down and sip it for the 1-3 put out. And the Panthers are down. No runs, one hit. No errors and a runner left on. We've completed seven and a half. The Panthers trailing 11-0. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Dixon for On the Road in Texas. A university study proves what you might already know from firsthand experience. People who drive a long way to get to work have higher blood pressure than those with shorter commutes. Trooper Sparky Dean has more on aggressive driving. The more congested our streets and highways get, the more aggressive driving we troopers see on the road. Tailgating, passing on the right, changing lanes without signaling. These things frustrate fellow drivers and are dangerous besides. If you encounter someone who's obviously having a bad traffic day and who's not handling it well, give them plenty of space. Don't make eye contact or rude hand gestures and don't honk your horn. Trooper Dean reminds us that while we can't control what other people do behind the wheel, we can control our own actions. Don't let aggressive driving rub off on you. For the Texas Department of Transportation and the Texas Department of Public Safety, I'm Dave Dixon reminding you to save a life. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. Another pitching change for the Panthers. Number 24, Gabriel Rodriguez, and LaHaye is now in right field. So LaHaye in right field. Gabriel Rodriguez will come in for the Panthers. My pad sheet is all jumbled up right about now. What we can tell you about Mr. Rodriguez, out of Richmond, Texas, went to Stratford High School, the 5'9 freshman. That's right, throws left. So he will come in and face the bottom half of the inning, leading off for the Aggies. And taking a strike is the backup catcher, Bedford. 0-1 is the count to Bedford. 11-0 is our score. Aggies on top of the Panthers. All speed. Falls in. Strike two. So Panthers getting some working a workout done through their pitching staff, through the rotations just as are the Aggies. Aggies have used five pitchers on the night. This is pitcher number three for the Panthers. Rodriguez, slow delivered. There's a ball hit deep and well to left field. And making the grab at the warning track. (laughs) Wow. That was a, a load hit. Mac went back and got that one for out number one. So it's going to bring up Summer now to come and pitch it here for the designated hitter in the eighth inning, Mr. Gideon. Summer wearing number 20, 
is out of Fort Worth, Texas, went to Boswell, and then North Texas Community College. Takes ball one from Mr. Rodriguez. Next pitch is in for strike one. One and one is the count here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Rodriguez on the mound, ready to make his delivery. Timeout was called and granted to Mr. Summer. Now they're ready to go back to work. Pitch off it up. Outside ball. Makes the count. Two balls and one strike. Two and one to count, one out. The pitch offered up from Rodriguez to Summer. Just missing. Ball three. Three and one is the count. As Gabriel Rodriguez ready to make his delivery. That's a ball, squirts away from the catcher. That'll be ball four. Free pass offered up to Summer. So J.B. Moss, who has now moved to center field, will come to bat. Moss is one for four. Grounded out to third in the second. Struck out in the fourth. Got a single and an RBI to left field in the fifth. Scored a run and flying out to left in the sixth inning. So the lefty-righty battle, there's a ball hit towards center field. Going back and making that grab was the replacement center fielder, Gurkha, for out number two. Gurkha played that ball quite well. Bill was going to be over his head, turned around, ran to a spot, turned around and re-identified the ball to secure out number two. So it's going to bring up Pennington right now. Pennington came into the sixth inning, and he got an RBI single to a shortstop. That ball is fouled right back into the booth, into the Aggie booth, and they're giving him a hard time. He was not able to make that grab, and it's 0-1. <laughs> and they play a little kid, you ought to be ashamed of yourself Announcers muffed that one all the way. There's a ball hit sharply down third base. Sanchez makes the 5-3 put out to retire the Aggies here in the ninth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner left on base. We're going to the top of the ninth. Panthers trailing. 11-0. 11-0. In the last 30 years, childhood obesity in America has tripled. Today, one in three kids is already overweight or obese. This is registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Good nutrition is key to fighting childhood obesity. These tips can help your child stay healthy. Recruit them to the kitchen. Preparing meals teaches kids about healthy foods, like lean proteins, fruits, 
vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy. Make sure to get 60 minutes of physical activity every day. Make it a family activity. And avoid sugary or caffeinated beverages. Give kids water, low-fat milk, and 100% fruit juices. To keep your whole family healthy, be a registered dietitian and visit www.eatright.org. Encouraging you to eat right, I'm registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins with the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Top of the ninth inning. Panthers down to their final three outs. Nick Durko will now come in to bat. He'll be replacing Carson Lee. This will be his first at bat. Carson Lee ended up going two for three on the night, two strikeouts, call strikeouts, and a double to left center field. So Gurkha will come in with his first at bat out of Navasota, Texas. Fouls one back for strike one. So Gurkha, they have Gurkha listed at 5'11", 190-pounder. She awaits. The pitch, he swings and fouls that one back on the right side. Out of play for strike two. Quickly 0-2 now to Nick Gurker. Came in the seventh inning. He fouls that one off to stay alive, to keep hope alive. Count still holds at 0-2. So exchange a few balls. Brigham Hill is the new pitcher for the Aggies. Failed to mention that here in the ninth inning. As Gurkha will now come with the 0-2 delivery. He swings and hits a tapper foul. And they'll go back and redo it again. Six pitcher tonight for the Aggies. As they're definitely pitcher deep. And speaking with pitching coach Terry Burrell, he was speaking of the same nature on a 25-30 man roster. 15 of those guys need to be pitching. So Panthers will be building on that. There's a ball fighting off, foul back. Down the first base line and almost coming up with a fantastic play was the catcher 
Bedford, but you would have thought Melton, the first baseman, would have called him off. He had a better shot because Bedford was running away and Melton was running in. Melton having a longer glove would have had an easier play, but nonetheless, Gurkha will get a chance to stay alive. So they get back to going to work. Gurkha battling. The pitch on the way. There's another one fouled back out of play. And Gurkha is getting them a quality at that. Count still 0 and 2. Owen two is the count. Gurkha out of Navasota, the former rattler, battling. That one misses outside for ball one. One ball, two strikes to count. Panthers trailing the Aggies, 11-0 here in the top of the ninth inning. The pitch. That one fouled back again. And you got to like the grits and determination by Nick Gurkha battling and battling and normally in most cases like this you can wear a pitcher down see if that's favorable for Gurkha she comes up fire hits that one right back up the middle trying to make the play and what a play it was for the 4-3 put out going up the middle making that backhand play replacing Burke that was Burke. Oh, that was Compero. Compero with the 4 3 put out. So it's going to bring up a pitch hitter for the Panthers. Number 23, Gabe, I'm sorry, not Gabe, but <laughs> Kaylor Lewis. So, Kayla Lewis coming to bat here. He fouls one out of play down the left field line for strike one. Takes ball one. That was a nine-pitch at bat for Gurkha. Good battle. One-one count to Lewis. He takes a strike on the outside corner. One ball, two strikes to Kayla Lewis. The one-two pitch on the way. Check swing foul down the right field line, or right first baseline. Count will hold it one ball and two strikes. Kayla Lewis stepping back into the box. Out of Cypress, Texas, went to Cypress Spring High School. Swings and misses, and Lewis goes down on strikes. That is the 10th strikeout victim for the Panthers on the night, and it's bringing up the final at bat for the Panthers is Mr. Darian Williams. He'll bat for Mac. Williams coming off a very strong performance against Grambling, pitching eight and two-third innings. He's kind of having a homecoming here. He's from this College Station area, Bryan College Station. As he takes ball one, 
on his first bat of the night. Williams with the Rudder High School. Pitch swung on and smashed foul down the third baseline. And Coach B. White did another ole. Got a big smile on his face. One of the players said, Coach, why did you catch that? He said, that's not my job. My time is up. <laughs> so the 1-1 count now to Williams. Darren Williams awaits the pitch, swings, and hits one to the shortstop. Big hop, fires it over for the 6-3 putout, and that is going to retire the Panthers. And in this game, no runs, no hits, no errors, no runners left on the base pads. The Panthers go down. This game is officially in the books. We will take us a break and come right back with our post-game show. You listen to Panther Baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore Radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at Network at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. (laughs) 
You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com, hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at ombnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station design with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our post-game show will begin right now. The Panthers lose 11-0. No runs for the Panthers off of five hits. Three errors were committed for the Aggies. Eleven runs off of 14 hits. One error was committed. The Aggies go to 5-0 and on the young season. The Panthers will drop to 2-2. Two and two. Edward Robledo hits four and two-thirds inning, gave up 11 hits, nine runs. Six of those runs were earned. He walked three batters, got two strikeouts as he faced 29 batters. And a number of pitches they have him down for ninety-four. Philip Gay pitched two and one thirds of an inning. He had a total of three hits, gave up two runs, both runs were earned, walked two batters, one strikeout, faced eleven batters, forty-two total pitches. And Mr. Gabriel Rodriguez pitched one inning, walked one batter, faced four, and threw eleven pitches. Four the Aggies, they had a slew of pitchers. Started off with Stephen Kolick. He pitched four innings, gave up four hits, no runs, no errors, walked a batter, four strikeouts, faced 17 at batters, threw 58 pitches. Kayla Chafin, one inning of work, one strikeout, 11 pitches. Turner Larkins, two innings of work, three strikeouts, 28 pitches. Ty Schlossman with one-third of an inning, one strikeout, one batter face, four pitches. Kaysen Sherrod, two-thirds of an inning, one strikeout, seven pitches. And Mr. Brigham Hill, one inning of work, one strikeout, face three batters, 17 pitches. Total time for this game, two hours and 47 minutes. Total in attendance, 3,418. Ending the temperature at 55 degrees. Had a northwestern wind blowing at between 5 and 10 miles per hour. So the Panthers fall to 2-2. Two and two. That will wrap up this venture. The Panthers will next go on the road to Edinburgh, Texas. They will be heading out on tomorrow. They'll play a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday matchup, and we will be back on the following week with more Panther baseball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Once again, the Panthers come to Aggieland and fall by the score of 11 
to zero. Thank you all so much for joining us on tonight's broadcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is O-P-E-N capital M-I-C Broadcast Network. We're on Instagram at OBN Radio. That's OBN Radio. I want to thank you all so much for the text, the chat, the conversation going on. And once again, the Aggies over the Panthers 11-0. I'm Dr. Michael Prince. Thank you so much for joining us. And to all, a good night. We'll see you on the other side. Good night.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.